Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. He's just so comfortable on the basketball court right now. And I say that with him in the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in his career. There's a stage. Now, he was a terrific college player, of course. This stage he's never been on. Never been on. And he looks so comfortable. And, and it's just it's been, it's been compelling to watch. It really has been. Maybe a star is born. We'll find out. Keyshawn J. Wills has been coming to you live from Heineken Riverdeck at Pier 17. J. Will joins us now from L.A. Good morning, Jay. What up, Alan? What up, Key? What's happening? There, so do you, do you get what I'm how saying doing, about buddy? Trey Young? You do you feel the same thing I'm feeling, like how comfortable he is on the basketball court right now at such a, at such a big stage? Alan Hahn, do you know over the last couple of days – all I've been talking about is, yeah, the Bucks beat the Brooklyn Nets, but I wasn't impressed by the defensive scheme of Coach Budenholzer. Mm-hmm. I, I really wasn't. And I kept talking about the fact that Kevin Durant, for as incredible of a series that he had, incredible, spectacular, he was, it was a two-on-one most of the time because it was a high ball screen, it was a high screen, and then the big who was guarding the screen would sit down at the free throw line and wait for Kevin to come off the screen. That was Brooke Lopez. And I said, if they continue to play defense this way against their next opponents, if that is the Atlanta Hawks, or if you're playing the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals, that's going to be a major problem. And once again, you even saw the guys on TNT talk about it. The whole postgame show is that when you allow Trey Young to start get, get cooking in the first half, that's the reason why he gave you a 48-piece chicken piece you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like he's gonna give you easy buckets because it doesn't matter how good of a defender Drew Holiday is it's two on one the screener comes he comes off the screen Brooke Lopez wants to sit back there and wait Trey Young's gonna start cooking that's how easy it is very 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 easy him shimmy in there just waiting for somebody to come guard him Jay he's standing there waiting for somebody to come guard him he did, like, loosens his shoulder up knocks it down and then he stands there still after making the shot like anybody gonna guard me like how, that, about, how about Alan when he throws it off the backboard yo, for Jonathan Collins to dunk the ball? Oh, yeah, that was – oh, the man. Oh. I mean, come on. It, it's like I a video that, game, I was Keith. like, come on, man, seriously? It was disrespectful. It, 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 was, it was crazy. No, it was. It was, like, it was like playing at lunchtime when you were in high school. You go out to lunch and you play with everybody else in the school. Isn't That's that, what that isn't was. Isn't that the point I'm making? That's yeah. the point I'm making, how comfortable he is at a place where most people might say, it's my first time here, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you get a little nervous, a little tight. He is so comfortable. Well, he's done it, like I said to you earlier, you take what you do in the regular season and you apply it to the postseason and you heighten it and kick it up a notch. So your confidence level, you, you done rolled through the Knicks, okay? You took care of business against the Sixers, although – Game six or whatever it was, he didn't play so well. I think it was it six that he didn't play well. No, seven. Seven he didn't play well. He didn't make a shot, but it didn't matter. Seven he didn't play extremely well. He made a couple shots down the stretch. But you have that confidence that, you know, you just don't typically see in a guy that doesn't project that star power the way Trey Young is projecting. Now, he's not there yet, but he's on his way. Oh, he's there. No, he, 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 yo, he's not, there. Not there yet. Where, where is he? Wait, wait, Key, where is he? He is there. Jay, where is not he? there yet. Where is he? Uh, he's, he's trending towards a superstar. Oh, trending towards. He, he's well, a, he's, he's blockbuster. If What's he's the difference towards, what I just said and what you just said? I just well, said I mean, he projects if, there. He ain't there. If, so 48 points, 11 assists, joins only Luka and Tracy McGrady is the only players with 40 points and 10 assists in the playoff game at 22 years old or younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, so that's. 
Is that not the sign of a superstar? Well, he's trending there, you said, right? He's he's I'll take it back. He's there. He's there. I mean, if you're dropping 48 in the Eastern Conference Finals, you're there. Yeah, I can't. I can't. You're give there. Him, I, I don't know how else him. you're not there. I love him. I can't give him that yet because he okay. got a long ways. He got a long ways to go with a pretty long runway, and he's gonna be around. Key, for a I was like 29 this entire season. No, no I understand right. that, but he's headed. If in we're that gonna direction. do this, uh, hang on. If we're gonna do this, then because Key and I talked about this earlier, we both kind of defined what we believe makes a superstar. So, Jay, what is your definition then? What What do you need? What are the elements man. that have to be there for a superstar in your mind? Blockbuster. I have to want to come and see you play. You have to make me want to pay money to come and see you play for what you bring to the table each and every night. And if it's entertainment combined with dropping 48 points in an Eastern Conference Finals game and giving a shimmy to the two-time Finals MVP, it, it, playing with a flair – and and throwing behind the back passes oh, that pass to her like it is an AU game. Yes, I, this is this is different, man. I mean, he scored or assisted on seventy two points last night. So that's the most in the conference finals all time, Key. So all time. So is Jay Will getting on a private jet to go watch Trey Young play? In Sacramento against the Kings because you're in Dallas and you have nothing else to do. Are are you doing that? I mean, I wouldn't go see LeBron play against Sacramento. No, but Jay, you're not. I wouldn't go see Kevin Kevin Durant. I I wouldn't go see Kevin Durant play against Sacramento. No, but that. If it was the right game, yeah, I'm going to go see the game. You know I'm a hoops junkie. And I'm not even talking about you as a hoops junkie. I'm just talking about, to me, that is – the superstar, no matter where they play, if you have an opportunity to go see them, you go and see them. Michael Jordan, you're going to see. Kobe that's, Bryant, you're going to see. If you have downtime and the opportunity to go see so, them, you want to see That's what makes him. you blockbuster. That's what makes you see, blockbuster. And I feel like is what he makes there you, yet? See, and what makes you blockbuster is this also, in my opinion, Jay. Because you said it's like, I want to go see you play. You are a basketball guy. You love basketball, so you love to watch basketball players that will play at a high level. I'm talking about, and I think what Key is also talking about, is superstar is when I'm not really a fan, but there's just something about you that makes me want to go watch. Like, I don't, I can, you know, like, it's a, it's a ca- casual, I hate to use that word, but there are people that are just casual sports fans. I'm not really, like, a psycho. Like, not like me, I'm in a beer-soaked shirt from last night because I'm a psycho hockey fan, right? I went to the game. But there's people who just like to see greatness or like to watch something that's special. Like, oh, I'm told this guy's great, so I gotta go, I'm going to sit courtside and watch this guy, guy play. Like, has Trey reached that point yet? Because there's very few people in the world that have that kind of status. LeBron is certainly at the very top of the list of current players that I'm in, I'm in a different industry, but I'm, if I'm going to pay to watch something, I'm going to pay well, that LeBron's yeah. at that game. Yeah. I don't but know Alan, if Trey's you, there. You watched LeBron, yeah. watch LeBron for 16 years, <clears throat> right? You, you, watch, you watch some players for 10-plus years. Like, this is a new wave that's coming But LeBron coming to the became league. that in, in, like, 2006, in his, like, third year. That's what I'm saying. Where you're like, yo, this guy, I, I need to see LeBron James play. Everybody's talking about him. I don't know if Trey's got Alan, it. And that's not to be disrespectful. No, I, think, I think he's he drawing 48 there. points I, I think in the Eastern there. Conference Finals. He did, but did he? What are you guys yeah, talking about? I, I get it. but You're he, talking out of the side of your mouse right now. He's well, trending no, there, but I'm is he there? The front. That's all I'm asking. 
<laughs> it's a very elite oh. level to get to, right? It's yeah, a, like you, superstar it, it, is an elite level. See, I just level. don't. As as much as I love Trey Young, I'm just not quick to always put people at the top of. You know, you start talking about superstar, and then you're talking about one of the top eight players in the NBA, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it ain't nothing but about well, you, eight. You can't just eight. throw a top number at it now. Two well, percent. It's right, hey, so who, come on, man. Key? Everybody can't well, be key, superstars. Wait, okay, then Key, tell me who your superstars are. If you only have eight obviously, superstars. You, obviously, you, you start, obviously, you start with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. That's okay. one gone. You writing this down? Mm-hmm. KD. Okay, KD. You're paying that's to watch two. him play. Steph Curry. You're paying that's to watch three. him play. Steph Curry. Yep. yep. That's three right there. Uh, Dame Lillard. You're paying Dame to watch him Lillard, play. Dame Lillard. That's four. Dame. Okay. Both Kyrie and uh, James Harden. James to me. Harden. Both of uh, them. That's to six. me, you're gonna have more than eight. Is AD no, a superstar? He's on your team. Anthony Davis. I'm not paying to watch. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not paying to watch. No, as much as I like the Lakers and I like AD, are you paying to watch Luka Luka play? I'm not. No, no, I'm not going out of my way. I'm not going out of my way to watch him. Not Luca. You're tripping. I'm not going out of my way. What about Giannis? That's fine. He's on my list. That's seven. You paying to watch Giannis? AD's a superstar. I I might go watch Giannis. I might go watch Giannis. I'm missing. Oh, and then and then my kid that's up at. Um, Phoenix. I'm gonna go watch Chris Devin Paul Booker. I'm gonna go Devin watch Booker. Devin Booker. Devin Booker starting to reach that status. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch Devin Booker. Eight at eight say ESPN. Eight at eight seven two nine three seven seven six. And I'm missing. And I'm missing. And I'm missing. I know what people Tatum. think. Uh, you know, Tatum is headed in, the, but he's Tatum? headed. He's headed there. He's not there yet, Jay. He's headed there. It, it, you, everybody can't be. Donovan Mitchell. So, let me, I mean, everybody. Mention him? Kawhi Leonard, I'm Young going there. to pay to go see a healthy Kawhi Leonard. I think he's getting there. I think what he's done, Jay, we've, we've said this before, right? A player, you make, your, right? you make your name in the regular season, you make your fame in the postseason, right? In the playoffs. Like, that's where you get your fame. I think he's getting his fame. He's doing things that he'll probably say, I've always been playing like this, but not everybody when has consumed him on the regular. the lights are brighter, he's still regular. continuing to exactly. be the same guy. He has not shrunk at all. He has actually just continued to play. In fact, I think he's actually – he seems to revel in it. He seems to love that spotlight. I, I, I don't know if Alan, was, just – I was going to say, Jay, I don't know if he was listening to me earlier on the show, but I said when I'm watching him, in all honesty, I'm watching a clone to a degree of Steph Curry the same way I watched Kobe was a clone of Michael Jordan. Everything is just – it's some stuff that he does that reminds me so much of Clay, just like Kobe did with Michael. So that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. The step, oh, I'm so not Steph and Trey. Again. No, I'm not you, you, again. you're not going to get me in trouble. You, you, you know, you no, compare. that's me. I'm, you do that. I'm not doing. I'm it. saying Stay off social it media. reminds me <laughs> of him. I didn't say you. Okay, okay. All I'm saying: 48 points ties only LeBron James for the most points by a player at the age of 22 or younger in the conference or divisional finals. I'm just saying. That's pretty. No, it was. Like, it's, that doesn't. Put special. you up into a different rarefied air. I don't know what does. It was special, no doubt about it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> All guests I ain't join us. Nobody. Your comparisons always get you in trouble. <laughs> Apparently so. All right. So coming up, Steve Kerr played uh, with MJ and coached. Oh, here you go. You're going to do it to Durant. me again. You won't believe though what he said. Not Jay, but what he said. About those two. That's coming up next. You got to hear this. That's coming up next. KJZ ESPN Radio and, of course, the ESPN app.
Hey, it's Greeny, and the Hawks will not go away. Atlanta steals home court advantage by winning game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Are they now in control of the series? We'll talk about that and more. It's me, Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's go A to Z on KJZ. We start with, well, Jay Will is right now in L.A. for the Western Conference Finals. Jason Williams in Los Angeles. Game three. Might be a sweep. (laughs) Live from Los Angeles. Oh, say that one more time. Might be a sweep. CP3 is coming back today. It might be a sweep. That's right. Chris Paul listed as probable for tonight's game three. Meanwhile, Kawhi Leonard of the Clippers, he remains out Remember, CP3, he's been in the league's health and safety protocol since last Wednesday. He missed the first two games of the conference finals against the Clippers in Phoenix. Again, Kawhi still out for tonight's game. He hasn't played since June 14th. That was against the Jazz because of that sprained right knee. So, Jay, what do we expect from the Clippers and Paul George in game three? Uh, not to be an 85% free throw shooter and miss two bunnies down the, down the line. Yes. Um I, you know, look, CP3 coming back makes this team even more lethal. And we watched it last night. Apparently, teams are having really difficult co- times guarding pick and rolls at the top of the key. If you had a difficult time guarding Devin Booker, you're going to have a difficult time guarding CP3, who is the maestro for the Phoenix Suns. Their, their offense is 16 points better, Allen. 16 points better. When he's on the floor. Wow. So let's see how that works out for the Clippers. Yeah, so you're call- you think it's a wrap, huh? You feel like it's a wrap? CP3 I, back, I, it's a wrap. I mean, yeah, it's it's looking that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, when, you're down, strong, when you're down yeah. 0-2 with, with the claw key, like first two rounds, okay. But now without Kawhi Leonard and, and everything CP3 falls on Paul George. And being added potentially to the other side, 
Yeah. That, that's not going It's scary, right? Yeah, that, that turns now, into something different. How does Paul George respond after missing those free throws that he normally – that he never does that, misses two. One time this whole season he did that, missed both free throws at the free throw line in one trip. He does it in a clutch moment that should have been or could have been a win for his team. Does he? I feel like he's the kind of guy that has to say to himself, I've got to now make sure we win game three. I've got to get that one back. And they're at home, and this has got to be a game where he makes sure that they get that one back and get back into the series. Do you expect that, Jay? I, I, I hope so. I got to be honest, Alan. You know, I was talking to James Steele yesterday when I landed off the plane for a while, our producer, about, like, I'm starting to get to this point, and Key, I would love to hear your opinion on this, sure. where I start to worry about people's mental health. Like, I watch what we did to Ben Simmons, watch what the media and people do via social media all the time. Um, and I know people say stay off that stuff, but for most people, like, that's their norm. And every time I watch Paul George play, I start seeing – pandemic p trending like it starts trending every time he plays mm-hmm. and the media people just coming down so hard on him um for playing without Kawhi. i understand he missed two free throws but man like wh- what a narrative that people are building around paul george considering last year and now this year it just i hope so for his sake man because he's a good dude and i want to see him be successful well I, I, first you know how i feel about the the whole social media stuff i get it it's the world that we live in. Um, I don't know if it will affect Paul George the way that it may affect others just because he's a veteran who's been through some stuff in this league, who's had some ups and downs. So I would think that he would some not necessarily be used to it, but understand the negativity of it. And you can't time? buy into mm. yeah. You can't buy into that stuff, Jay. And I tell you that all the time about the social media. You have to understand who people are hiding behind keyboards mm-hmm. in offices underneath their desks so their bosses are not watching them. You have to understand that. And we shall see I hear the you, response. Keith. The NBA West saying that's a big stage, man. It's a big stage to have these things happen to you. It, no, it's I get a really it. No, I, I understand. How he responds, and we'll see tonight. Western Conference Finals on ESPN Radio. Turn in. Tune in tonight for Game 3 as the Clippers host the Suns. It's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. How about this story? Steve Kerr Uh-oh. says Kevin Durant is more gifted Key, take it away. than Michael Jordan. So Kerr coached Durant for three seasons, as we know, in Golden State. The Warriors went to the NBA Finals all three years that KD played for them. They won two titles. He was the Finals MVP in both championships and had amazing performances. Now, they could have probably pulled off a three-peat if, if it wasn't for Durant's, that, that obviously the Achilles popping on him against the Raptors in that final season. Now, Steve Kerr also play, played with Michael Jordan, won two titles with MJ, with the Bulls. So his perspective on this obviously is something that is interesting because he played with Jordan, but coached Durant and listened to uh, what he said, NBC Bay Area, uh, about Kevin Durant and his comparison to Jordan. He's the most talented basketball player on earth, uh, if not of all time, honestly. Um, he's just so gifted. Played with Michael Jordan. And, and, and I know. KD is, I, know. Is right I think he's more gifted. I really do. I mean, it, that's saying something, but Kevin is a different, entirely different breed. I mean, 6'11", uh, with guard skills, unlimited three-point range, passing, shot blocking at the rim. 
It's just stunning. And watching him this year was um, really, really gratifying to see. All right, so rather than argue with Kerr here, let's let, let me ask you this, Jay. What what would make I rather you start gifted? with Key Allen? I rather you start with Key, please. Thank no, you. Key, take it away. No, but in reality, because we're not arguing with this is Kerr's take, <laughs> not yours. But if if you're if what would Steve be? What what's he basing this on? What would it be? His eyes playing one playing with one and coaching the other. And I can I mean, that's clearly, intimate knowledge when you I have can that experience. Clearly see what he's saying. He didn't say all around player. He just said. More gifted, gifted than Michael Jordan. Seven feet tall wingspan or 6'11 with a, a, mm-hmm. a wingspan that takes him over seven. Mm-hmm. His ability to do all sorts of things, play small when he needs to, play big when he needs to, can shoot from anywhere on the court, can also penetrate when he needs to. Not, as, not nearly the defender that Michael was because in today's game, they're probably not asking to defend as much. But I can see where he sees that. We look at it differently because we grew up with Michael Jordan. We watched Michael Jordan win six titles, three peats twice. So it's like, no, how could you do that? But when you look at things and his skill set, it's almost like in football, you say Jerry Rice is the greatest of all times. Mm -hmm. No question about it. But that tall, skinny dude with them dreads and them braids and all that, cash, homie, straight cash, Mm -hmm. he's more good. Gifted Moss, right, yeah. than Jerry Rice was. Right, that's a by uh, far big difference. Randy right. Moss was a freak, like a real, like just crazy athleticism and wild stuff. You'd be like, how the hell did he do that? That's <laughs> Kevin see, Durant. There, there, there's only one word that describes the Slim Reaper to me, and that is singularity. Like, there's never been a player like him, and I, I've been saying this, and I'm glad Steve Kerr said most gifted. Now, I. I'm not comparing. Michael Jordan is one-on-one rarefied air. Um, but when you start looking at KD, you know, Key, yesterday you were talking about uh, happened to bump into Jason Collins, right? Jason Collins is seven feet tall. It's not up until you get up close to people until you're like, man, he was, really, he was really big, Jay. God, yeah, Jason I'm with you, Key. So that's my thing. Like, so when you start seeing dudes right. and then you actually put it together and you, you see Kevin Durant to him. <laughs> and you're like, He's seven foot tall, but he's doing things like CP3 with the ball. Small guy. Or AI with Mm -hmm. the ball. Small guy. And he scores from angles. Like, he takes shots on 45-degree angles of fading away. Anywhere on the floor. It's unguardable. And the the attention to detail, this is why I say him and MJ have so much in common. Obviously, they're both incredibly competitive, incredibly next-level competitive. But the way KD studies basketball – if you ever hear him on a podcast or speak to him about basketball, he's a legit savant, dude. Like, he can recall plays. He can tell you angles of attack. The The way he studies the game is just different, and he actually makes it applicable to his game. Like, a lot of players can study the game, but they can't actually do it on the court. It doesn't translate. Mm. All the things that he studies, he translates into moves and then accomplishes at a high rate. That's different. Think about it. He's seven feet tall, man. Yeah, you, you take that for granted at, when you when you watch him play. You don't realize how difficult it is just to block the shot. I think the gifted part of it is what makes this less of a comparison of greatness and more of a compa- comparison of just players. It's just comparing who he is as a player because to say – like he didn't say he's better. Huh. He didn't say he's great and Jordan is below him. What he's saying is he's more gifted. And I think the Randy Moss comparison to yeah. Jerry Rice, perfect. Yeah. Like that's the best way to put it. 
It's it's just that he was he is blessed with so much more that can make him I, I a swear, great player. I swear to you right now. And I he's think, and he's getting the most out of those gifts, which is also Randy, important. I think Randy is forty ish right now. I swear to you right now. He can come in the league. Man, Randy will go get put work in right now. And I'm not just uh-huh. saying this. Randy will go put work in right now. He can go be somebody's two, three guy right now. Right now. Just based on gifts that would just allow him to it's do just, it. It's just certain people are born with certain gifts mm-hmm. that allow you to do certain things where others aren't. I'm going to leave it like he, this. Even, even, if KD, even if KD didn't come back and was able to move like he's moving now off the Achilles, I think he would still give you 20 points a game. That's what I'm saying. He's so gifted. Just on the, on the, just on the on block. His IQ yeah, and, we, yeah. We, yeah. we sit around and go, oh, man, his ankle, his ankle, his ankle. Oh, he tore it. He can't possibly be this guy. He looks the same, so, man. Uh, so, it, it was like a looked, fake injury or something. <laughs> it didn't really happen. He just wanted to just sit out. So he just took time off like Jordan did? Yeah. He just went to take, go play baseball yeah, for rather, you? Rather than say he wanted to go <laughs> swim for a year, he decided I'm going to take off and fake my injury and then come back. It is just amazing. But if you think about it too, right, I, I always marvel at this too. Sports, you know, games are created by humans, right? Games are created by humans. The fact that there are people that look like they were born to play a game that was created by humans, like how has that happened? Just think about it that way. You literally, his gifts and everything, born to play a game that was created 100 years ago. You know, I just, that to me just is mind-boggling. I just went existential on everybody. And, and he'll apologize. continue to yeah. develop that killer instinct that he has already. And then you'll compare him even more oh, to man. Michael Oh, no, there's way more, way more for him to do. No I'll compare him. It. You stay out of it, Jay. I will, yeah. And there's I'll, more to discuss. No, Kevin Durant, course, I'm comparing you to Michael Jordan, not Jay, Jay Will. Jay, don't say anything. We got I you. did it. Keyshawn, Jay, I'm Will, good. Subin, presented by Progressive's Home Insurance Kitchen. Quote at Progressive.com today. All right, two years removed from the Super Bowl. From two years removed from the Super Come Bowl. On, man, read it. Let's one go. team better get back. <laughs> Jeez. Islanders won last night. That's after Sports Center. 235 to go here in the third. Moving to his right, wide open as Young. Nobody came to pick him up. He hesitates and hits. I mean, Trey Young was open for three seconds. He just stares him down after, like, anybody going to guard me? That's the call on ESPN Radio. Trey Young and the Hawks win game one. Of the Eastern Conference Finals in Milwaukee over the Bucks, They win at 116-113. Trae Young only went for 48 points. You know, that's a playoff career high. Why not on the biggest stage? Atlanta, the first team since the 99 Knicks, Keyshawn, to win game one on the road in three series in single postseason. Also in the NBA, the Boston Celtics, they're finalizing an agreement with Ime Udoka as their new head coach. He has been the Brooklyn Nets assistant. Sources are telling ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. So Yudoka was also an assistant for seven years in San Antonio under Greg Popovich. He helped the Spurs win a title in 2014. Last two seasons, one with the Sixers, one with the Nets. Now in baseball, so in the majors, pitchers are complaining about the foreign substance crackdown. But Rob Manfred, he says things are going very well. So on-field exams of pitchers started Monday. And in an interview with The Athletic this week, the commissioner said he was satisfied with the early returns of the new rule. Quote, my view is the first two days have gone very well. We have no ejections. Players in general have been extremely cooperative. The inspections have taken place quickly and between innings. Interesting. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum. To make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot, it takes momentum to get through the playoffs. 
takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Wills, it was presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, as, as the, I mean, again, the, the conversation in L.A., you know, the Clippers are playing, but we are 30, what did we say, 33 days, right? Something like that? Something, till, like, till, that, something yeah. like that. Till tra- NFL training camps open, and so... A lot of interest, a lot of excitement in L.A. about the Rams and what they can be. And joining us right now. The Reverend. Yes, Isaac Bruce, Hall of Famer, joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Hey. Good morning, Isaac. So with the anticipation about what the Rams can be this year with their move at quarterback to Matthew Stafford, you might have heard mm-hmm. in the rejoin, our Damian Woody believes that there's more pressure. The most pressure of any player in the NFL is on Stafford to prove that that was the right move for the Rams. What are your expectations for him? Well, I think it's pretty fair to say, and thanks for having me on today, guys. Um, yeah, Matthew's had a, a lot of, you know, regular season success. Uh, you just look at his, his, his 45,000 career passing yards. That's pretty pretty special. But as far as postseason is concerned, he doesn't have much to, pretty, to lean on. So I think this is his first opportunity really to, to have an opportunity to play real postseason games or have an opportunity to play in a game in a postseason and win that game, you know, just being combined with uh, Coach McVay, uh, who I think is one of the great offensive minds that we have in the game right now. So I think he has a lot riding on this season, uh, as, as do the alumni that we're, we're counting on him to take us to great heights this season. So, um, you know, just combine him with McVay and what we do defensively. I think he has a great opportunity to maybe go deep into the playoffs this year. Rev, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Keyshawn? How you doing, big fella? I'm, I'm good, man. We, we, we talk about Sean McVay. We talk about pressure. How much pressure is yep. on Sean, given the fact that a lot of us know that he was not happy with Jared Goff at the quarterback mm-hmm. spot and he went out and got Matthew Stafford? When I say pressure, I'm not talking about pressure to be fired. I'm talking about pressure to right. Matt, for, for Matthew Stafford to work out in a way that Jared Goff didn't? Well, I, I'd say this. I, I think last year at times, uh, you know, trying to save the player, um, I, it, it looked as if Coach McVay was about to burst, you know, when he was doing post-game interviews, uh, you know, after games, especially when I watched it, man, because I would get frustrated watching uh, how the offense had, really diminished and really not going down the field like when he first got there. So I think from a pressure standpoint, um, this is his first quarterback, the first quarterback that he's brought in since he's been there. So um, I I think that everything's on his table. I think he's set the table now. He's quote-unquote purchased the groceries, so he's going to have to do all the cooking. And we're expecting to see those explosive plays that we saw when he first got there. So, um, I think defense is kind of caught up to him, to what he was doing. So right now, I think with a guy that can really make plays on his own, like Stafford has throughout his career in the league, I think it's a perfect perfect match for these two guys, man. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm expecting these guys to make a deep run and have just having a huge explosion on offense this year. What would constitute a deep run of success, given the fact that you uh-huh. gave away a haul <laughs> to go and get Matthew Stafford, and you've been in the Super Bowl with Jared Goff and won the division with Jared Goff a couple right. of times and playoffs several times, and now you got a guy in Matthew Stafford that was 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs. Well, 
I'll say 2018, uh, winning the NFC Championship on the road in New Orleans, that's the, one of the toughest feats that can ever be done. A deep run this year, in my eyes, would be probably hosting the NFC Championship uh, this year and, and just, uh, you know, having that opportunity again to play in and play for Super Bowl, which ultimately will be in SoFi Stadium again. So, right. to me, that's a deep run. I mean, I think, uh, I think it was – to be honest with, I think it was more McVay playing the game through Jared Goff at times. And I think this year, I think you'll see a combination of, uh, you know, head coach, offensive coordinator, and a Matthew Stafford, you know, who's been a pro bowler in this league before uh, with his ability to do his thing. I think he can separate himself from, from it all just being Sean McVay quarterbacking or being a quarterback through uh, a guy like Jared Goff, like what we had. Isaac, speaking of a deep run, how about the Tennessee Titans? Do they have a chance to make a run by adding Julio Jones, combining with A.J. Brown and having Ryan Tannehill? Can they have an explosive year? Oh, man, it can be pretty explosive, but I don't know if you want Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball, you know, 30, 40 times a game. I don't think that's what you want him doing. Um, I think the recipe for the last couple of years with the Titans has just been to hand it to uh, the big guy behind him and let him do his thing. And, uh, and that provides so many things from that standpoint, as far as bringing the extra safety down, uh, you make it easier for your, your, your perimeter guys. They got more one-on-one opportunities, uh, more one-on-one opportunities for Tannehill. And uh, that sets them up for the play action pass down the field. So um, I, I think it can be explosive. I don't think Julio's the type of guy to come in there to uh, really publicly demand the football. I mean, we all demand the football at some point in time, but, to, to, to kind of be disruptive. I don't think he's that guy. But you, you definitely have to feed Julio. I think he's used to eating, and, it, it, you know, his appetite won't change just because he's in Tennessee now. <laughs> Isaac Bruce joining us on, on the Goodyear hotline. And he was, like, telling me, see, 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 like everything you were saying is, is the same <laughs> stuff he was saying about Julio in Tennessee. Another wide receiver yeah. in the league, but this one coming into the league in his first year, Devontae Smith, now in Philadelphia, we don't know what the Eagles are going to be. What we do know is at least he's got some familiarity with Jalen Hurts. Uh, how do you think that fits, and what do you think he can be in his first season? Well, he, he's a rookie now. I mean, you know, I mean, when he was a freshman at Alabama, he made a huge splash and a huge moment. Uh, being a rookie in the NFL is totally different. So um, he's going to have to have his baptism. Um, we all had it. Um, I experienced mine at, at UC Irvine. Man, you, had a, you caught about 90 balls your rookie year. Man, stop. <laughs> 95. Hey, teacher, that was 1995. That was my second year. Uh, that, that first year, bro. Listen, listen. I, I mean, for three days straight, I was, in the, I was in the barriers that was holding the fans back from watching practice, man, because I couldn't get off the press. And, uh, you know, I think Devontae, he's going to have that same issue initially until he proves uh, and it's going to be in practice that he can, you know, he can beat the press and he can get open in, uh, in practice and uh, he can de- develop that chemistry with, with, with Hertz, which I believe he can. So just, just as soon as he gets through that first wave of uh, resistance, I think he'll start to blossom in Philadelphia, man. They have a, a, a decent career. That's now, did you thing. say 95 because you undersold yourself? Your second year, you were at 119 catches. Yeah, man, just 21 he's in the first fibbing, year. man. Stop fibbing. <laughs> 95. Go on and let it out, man. Hell, you just, 
<laughs> Top receiver in the league, we man. We fact-check everything, Isaac. We're talking rookie years, fellas, rookie years. Yeah. 1994, I was the rookie. No, 1995, but, you know. We looked, we, looked, we, we went right past that one, though. I mean, he, his rookie year, he went, what, he had 60? I don't know, what is it, 70, 60 I, I see 63. Second year, yeah. 70. Not nearly the jump that Isaac Bruce had. No. No. Yeah, so, but yeah. we was in a run-oriented offense. Oh, well, you know, I gotta yeah. blame. I gotta that blame that. Everything. It wasn't the greatest <laughs> show on turf. A lot no, it was, not, it was not. It was not the greatest, greatest show, show on turf. turf. But you are right. The <laughs> one thing you are right about, though, is that training camp and learning how to get off the press. Remember Otis Smith, yeah. uh, Isaac. Otis yeah. Smith, my, yeah, my training camp, my rookie camp. The little bit I had, I was over there in the water buckets mm. many times. <laughs> like, oh, That's yeah, what, he, what is this? This is new. I've never <laughs> felt this before. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like it, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to happen, man. I mean, he's going to get it. He's, he has he's three preseason games, and, yeah. you know, it may happen then. So We shall yeah, see. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch. Hey, Isaac, uh, tell us what you're doing yeah. to help people get their own Hall of Fame experience. Oh man, we got a pretty unique uh, deal that's coming here, uh, coming up here, man, for my uh, induction ceremony in August. Uh, it's uh, you can find it at letsengage.com/isaac, and it provides a grand prize winner with uh, two air air trip tickets, uh, hotel room, two tickets to the post enshrinement tailgate, and the class of 2020s enshrinement. So it's pretty cool if you're a football fan. Uh, I think every football fan should should at least make a trip to Canton just to see where football was born and and just about every significant story from every franchise is is in the place and parts of the proceeds uh, from this deal this sweepstakes goes to my Flight 300 program where we provide transportation to college bound students in need uh, we provide a, a one way airfare we cover uh, the cost of checking bags provides uh, Uber from the home to the airport and from the airport to the campus. And uh, we just got our first international student here recently, an application from them. So it's a pretty neat deal. So, the, um, you know, you can find all the info at letsengage.com slash Isaac. And it's only $10. Start, entry start at $10 for four opportunities to win. So it's a pretty cool deal. I like it. That's mm. awesome. Letsengage.com slash yeah, Isaac. Awesome. All right. That's good stuff. Always good to talk to you. And it's good also as we get past and get through the pandemic, we can now celebrate your Hall of Fame induction. Enjoy that as well. Isaac, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it as always. All right, thank you, guys. All, All right, Keith. Right, All right, bit. Thanks, All right. Isaac. Isaac Bruce on the Goodyear Hotline. So coming up, Boston's no longer in the <clears throat> market. See what he did there? Boston market? Okay. For a new coach. <laughs> we'll tell you about oh it God. after Key has this from Indeed. I wonder if the Celtics used Indeed, they probably did. The good news <laughs> is your business doubled. The even better news is Indeed can help you hire the right people without the wait times of the typical recruiting process. That's because Indeed has a great hiring platform where you can make calls, schedule virtual interviews, and talk to candidates over video right from your easy-to-use employer dashboard. It's just another reason Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Find your next great hire, the Celtics did, at Indeed.com slash credit. Brad Stevens in this process, I think he really saw Ime Odoka separate himself pretty quickly from what was a very good field. In addition to the Kemba Walker trade, this hire now becomes a part of this new regime and what they're doing going forward. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't... When it comes to the uh, to, to job openings in the NBA, when you consider how many there were, now there's five. There were six, and some of them. And you know, you look at different situations. You think, man, you know, that's a place you can go in and win right away. Indiana's got a team that's really intriguing. That job, interesting. But the Celtics, when when the Celtics job opens, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a premier job. Yes, in sports, not just in the NBA. In sports, Boston yes. Celtics head coach, premier job, the whole deal. And so the Celtics made a move. Uh, that really caught everybody by surprise when Brad Stevens was kicked upstairs, essentially. Danny Ainge uh, was out now in the front office, though I hear he still has some influence. But still, Brad Stevens is the one now making the decisions, and Brad Stevens made a decision about his replacement, and that was a name, and Jay, I know you know this name very well, it's a name that has popped up now in every head coaching opening in the last couple of years, and it's Ime Udoka. And Ime Udoka is somebody that was a, a good player, not great player, but Coach Greg Popovich recognizes people that he thinks will make good coaches, and he had him on his coaching staff there in San Antonio and you know, was a part of a championship team there as a coach. But that's a name people have known. This, is guy, this guy's going to be a head coach one day. Everybody said it. And he's now the Boston Celtics head coach. And that's significant in many levels because it's his first experience as head coach. And for the Celtics, who are a team that you would think is ready-made to win – I'm not saying it's a risk, but they did not go, Jay, with a retread or an experienced coach. They went with a guy who people are thinking is an up-and-comer, basically just like Brad Stevens was. Well, I mean, it, lack of experience potentially just as years of head coach, right? But yeah, yeah I mean, seven, bench, right? Seven, seven seasons under Greg Popovich, two seasons under Brett Brown at Philadelphia, stops in with the Lakers, Blazers, Kings, Knicks. Um, the, the extensive resume speaks for itself, but also I think because of the relationship he has with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. 
He was also, uh, you know, the coach for Team USA in 2019, the FIBA World Cup Games. So he, he had these guys. He's built camaraderie with them. And we, we've talked about this before, Alan. When you have a young core, who are you getting them to buy into? And a guy like Udoka is a guy that I know Jason Tatum and Jalen and these guys respect at the end of the day. So I, I think it's a, it's a huge step. And I give Brad Stevens a lot of credit. Since he's came in, he's made moves right away. The trade with Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. he got that. And now he got the head coach that gives him a long runway that can build with a young core over the next several years with the Boston Celtics. I'm, I'm happy for Emma, And the reason I am is because he gets a real job. This is a real job and a real opportunity. He's not walking into a job that the program has been down. Like you're going to Sacramento no, and you've got to like no. work with, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then everybody looks at him and goes, see? It's your fault. It's his fault you when he coach. ain't got nothing to work with. He got so much to work with, that's why this job is, like you said, it's a premium. Mm-hmm. It's not. He's not walking into a team that is just horrible, mm-hmm. can't get out of their own way. He's got two legitimate merging superstar type players in this league that now he can coach up. And in the fact that he's been around a winner in Greg Popovich, whatever he learned there, he could take with him to Boston. The fact that he's been around experience in LA, Philadelphia, now with Brooklyn. I mean, it's just like it's an easy, it's an easy one. It's an easy layup. It's time. It's see, Alan, you, your experience only goes as far as your staff. Like, who, now who's on your staff? If you need a head coach, I mean, look what Steve Nash has been able to do with Mike D'Antoni. Right. Bring a head coach on your staff, and that gives you all the experience you need from a head coach positioning game and X's and O's. And, and the difference with him in, and Steve right. Nash is Steve Nash never coached. Yes. But he has. Yes, he's been – well, again, he's had the clipboard. He's been on the bench. He's, he's coached for it. Right, Nash never did it before, and he got experienced guys with him. We'll see who uh, Udoka now brings with him to Boston. But they're making changes in Boston, and so that is something certainly to watch and see how that franchise can transition back into being one of the elites in the league. So the one thing, by the way, speaking of elite, KD can do that no other NBA player has done is almost in almost 50 years. We'll discuss next. KJZ, ESPN Radio.